0: Is story already, some part of my story. So one thing that I really wanted to for a long time was peace. I grew up in a very chaotic household. Why I grew up in a very chaotic household because I grew up with first of all, another father who were like Tommy Jerry, and did not get along. And then I had a father who was an alcoholic which amplified everything. And it was just very Chaotic in my household. I mean, we would have
1: police coming over,
0: we were jumping through windows in the middle of the night to get away uh, from the chaos. It was a lot. I've seen a lot. And it was, some, I always used to ask the Lord, Lord, are you going sure to me in the right family? This can't be. I'm like, like, am I, I, I adopted? Like, no. <laughs> because I was like, this can't be it. Because I was like, is not a home that is conducive for anybody to grow up and grow up well in. So it, it was always my desire um, to have a home of, of my own where I could create that space for peace. You know, that <laughs> Chris is like, why are you always at home? You always want to stay home. And it's like, I finally have peace in my household what I've been longing for forever. So I learned to stay home and be at peace. I call it my bedroom is me. I call it, like, my, my safe haven Because I I never got to experience that as a young woman. But I always knew, because usually when you grow up in a household like that, you're like, I'm going to get married. But for me, it was fuel for me. Because I was like, no, I'm going to get married. And I'm going to have a peaceful home in the name of Jesus, Amen. Yeah, I'm going to do opposite of what my parents did. I'm going to create a peaceful environment for my children to grow up in. Amen? Okay. Tighten the message. The faith fight. The faith fight. The faith fight. Yes, ma'am. The Lord is really worthy of this place because the online message for the adults on their line was to pray that we fight now. They really? The wow! So the Lord is speaking a message. He's speaking the thing of faith is coming up over and over. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. really yeah, okay. quick, 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 quick. So I was saying that this morning in morning service, the title is "Pray, Believe, and Act," and as the Lord gave your message, He's so saying how this whole entire weekend, even though all the people that have done prayers and sermons, none of them have connected and talked to each other. Each and every single one of them has talked about how they're in faith, and they're being Fight and pray with foundation. So that's what she's really talking about today. And since Thea just said that, everything just like clicked in my mind, like a Rubik's cube and ask the signal. God you for Amen. So you know that when the Lord is reiterating something like that, it is a message that he wants for all of us to hear. And Mara also came on this morning and spoke about faith. Okay? Perfect. Okay. So sometimes we have the faith, the perspective that faith is cheap. And it costs nothing. And in society today, in society today today, there's a lot of false doctrines alluding to self-help. Let's be real. When we go to IG, let's 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 say IG, when we go to IG, there's a lot of quotes that are alluding to you can do it yourself. You have the willpower to do it yourself. And though there is some truth to that. Listen. There are some things you cannot obtain without faith, right? There are some things that you cannot obtain without faith. So, Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6, it says, So he said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by my might, and we've heard the scripture before, not by my might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Almighty. The Lord Almighty, Amen. So we've heard this scripture a number of times, over and over and over. I want y'all to pay attention, Brian. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. That's that's the song, exactly. So this scripture helps us to understand that it is not by our what. It is not by our, our. but it's by what spirit. his spirit his spirit and we must have faith in God's spirit to know that he will take us to a victorious end. right okay so Moses with faith headed heeded God's instructions left his home to eventually lead the Israelites out of Egypt. Y'all know the story of Moses. Moses, you know, um, they were killing the firstborns. The Egyptians were killing all the firstborns of, of Jews. And his mother basically put him in the ocean. Um, someone from the palace saw him picked him up. And he lived as an Egyptian. Even though he looked like them. He lived he like them. And God called Moses and was like, I need you to leave these people out of bondage, out of captivity. Um, I need you to leave your home. Now, let's be for real. This man been living in the, in the palace. He's been eating all the good grapes. He's been eating all the good meat, drinking all the good milk. And then the Lord is like, I need you to pack a leave. I need you to leave my people. These hard-headed Israelites, big-time hard-headed Israelites, And Moses did what? He moves by faith and goes ahead and does what the Lord tells him to do. And till today, Moses is a story of faith that we all speak about all the time, right? We know of the story of David. So David, with faith, defeated Goliath with a rock and a sling. Y'all look at um, Chris. This is about 6. I think six three or something like that. He's a big guy. He's four. Goliath. Y'all know how tall Goliath was? Seven? No. Nine. He was a little bit over nine. Goliath was nine. David was about my height. David <laughs> was about my height. Now we. You know we got this young boy. That's like, that said, what's up, Goliath? What you, what, what you want, Goliath? It can only take faith in God to do something like that. Because if I see a life, you say you got it. Homie, you got it. Like hey, do, do what you gotta do. But that is what faith does. Faith empowers you. It gives you po- yes. It makes you radical. It gives you power of multiple. Oh, it cuts you off. God bless you.
1: Faith gives you the
0: power to do what this flesh. Cannot do, you know. So today you would say I can't do it, but when God's strength comes, you can do it. So yes, Goliath was about nine feet tall. This man slayed Goliath with a rock and a sling. Does not? Does that even make like when we think about it in the physical? Does that make sense that he slayed Goliath? With a rock and a sling, some of y'all can't even kill a bird with a rock and a sling. I know I can't. I can't even aim. Begin to aim. I can't even put the rock in the sling to begin with. But God's spirit empowered him to know that hmm, if I hit below the highest right here, that's going to take him down. And could you imagine the kind of might, like the kind of power? You know what I'm saying? To draw back the swing like that and aim it at the lion's head and put him put the man down with one hit. Don't make no sense. But that is what faith in God does. Amen. Amen. So in all these situations, they were smaller people. They were undermined and they were the lesser of them all. But through faith, they were able to do exploits and the unimaginable. Faith doesn't make your problems smaller, but it makes you bigger than your problems. I want y'all to think about that. Wait, <laughs> wait, well, I gotta give credit to Chris. Chris gave me that. Yeah, I gotta give credit to him. Faith doesn't make your problems smaller, it makes you bigger than your problems. Faith doesn't make your problems smaller, it makes you bigger than your problems. What does that mean? When we look at the story of Moses, when we look at the story of David, did the problem eliminate? The life was still there, right? I need y'all, I need your feedback. The life was still there, right? It was still a challenge there. The Egyptians were still ruling, right? The Israelites still needed saving, right? So it's not that um The challenge or the problem did not disappear, but their faith in God gave them the strength, wisdom, tenacity, perseverance, endurance, and so forth, to enter into victory. So sometimes, you don't want to get discouraged. Sometimes we feel like our faith is supposed to make everything disappear. Like God is redeemed or something like that. You know, like he's, you know... Uh, I have this math test that I didn't study for. So, God, let the teacher forget or something. <laughs> Which is not happening, you know <laughs> That's not happening. They're to get that grade, you know. But with faith, you pray and you say, God, I didn't study that well. I didn't study thoroughly. That doesn't mean no study, y'all. Please do study on the math test maybe somebody came up, I wasn't able to study the Lord, empower me give me the mind, give me the knowledge to do this testimony, maybe y'all have that testimony
1: here, right, when you thought you were going to fail the class, oh, no. I,
0: mean, I, know Mira, I mean I know Mira got that yeah. when you thought you was going to fail and the Lord helped you out, you prayed about it, and the Lord helped you out and took you through took you through so it means that your problems do not disappear but the Lord strengthens you. He makes you bigger than your problem. Amen? Amen? So, we know in the Bible it tells us, I can do all things. Amen. And I don't know if you, you guys will know this one, but let me see. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly. Oh, I know Above all we ask. You got it, you got it now. Above all we ask or think. Go and look it up, I didn't write down where the scripture comes from, but we just write it down. Ephesians 4, 8 to 9, which one was that? He's able to do exceedingly? Okay, just look it up, you find fine. So if you do nothing with faith, it can do nothing for you. If you do nothing with faith, it can do nothing for you. And I know you guys know this scripture. Faith, faith without without works is dead. So that means there must be an action. Thank you. There must be an action on our part. So you don't just sit on your hands and be like, Lord, please help me. Help me. It reminds me of that story when, um, I don't remember, but one of them, the the men in the bible i think came across this man who was by the pool of Bethesda and he had been laying there for i mean years years and he's like why are you laying here (laughs) like what are you doing why are you laying here he's like well whenever they stir whenever they come to stir the waters i can't get up i have nobody to take take me and they told him to take up your mat and walk Take up your, now this is a man who can't move. His legs is gone, he can't. They don't work, but they told him to take up your mat and walk. And what did he do? He took it up and he walked. What do you think he stood on when he did that? Faith. What do you think he stood on when he did that? Faith. Faith. He took up his mat, he heard the word, he grabbed it, and he said, oh, I'm going to do it today. He took up his mat and walked. Amen. And that is what we must do: take off our masks and walk, right? So James chapter two. I'm watching the time. Oh no! Chapter two, verse uh, fourteen through uh oh, twenty-six, Sorry. Or is this? Um, sorry, it's not. It's not twenty six. It's fourteen through seventeen, actually. James chapter two. Verse 14 through 17. What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of food of daily food, and one says to them, Depart in peace, be warm and filled. But you, but you do not give them things which are needed for the body. What does it profit? Thus also, sit, also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. Did we get that? Did y'all get the scripture? So let's just explain to you that if somebody comes to you. And they don't have no clothes, and they don't have no food. And they're like, my, and this, we do this a lot. My brother, I'll pray for you. I'll pray for you that the Lord will help you. And it's like, no, I need to eat. <laughs> you got some food? Like, we need food, we need clothes. Like, that's something you can give me, right? And they're comparing that text in a sense where, if there's an action to be made, do it. And then couple it with your faith, amen? Yes, ma'am. always rely on She
1: story about this lady like, she had lady has 12 children. if I have 12 kids, I'm going to my husband,
0: all my 12 kids, all my 16 grandchildren. What think to remember You got a lot to pray for, right? is faith so important to a believer? And we'll answer that with Hebrews 11.6. Hebrews 11.6. Why is faith so important to a believer? And it reads, and without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So something that helps me to better understand this is, I heard some time ago from a man of God that faith is a currency. When it comes to us believers, faith is a currency. And there's a saying that goes, money makes the world go (laughs) round. Well, our faith in God makes it move on our behalf. Just like the world tells us that money makes the world go round. Bless you, girl. <laughs> Just like the world tells us that money makes the world go round, our Bible tells us that faith, it moves our God on our behalf. Amen? Okay. So now we are focusing on the main text, which is Genesis 32, 22 two thirty-two. And I don't even know if you have time to read it, but I'm gonna try to um read through it. Genesis 32 22 through thirty-two, and it's about Jacob wrestling with God. you heard you guys heard of that, right? Yes, no? It's okay if you don't know. Jacob wrestles with God. Okay, I'm trying to read it
1: quickly. Okay.
0: During the night, Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two slave women, and his eleven sons, and crossed the ford of Jabbok. He took them and set them across the stream along with all his possessions. So at this point, Jacob sent his family away with all his possessions by himself. Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. Other texts will, I know it says man here, but other texts, I think it's in Hosea, it says that an angel wrestled with Jacob or Jacob, Jacob wrestled with an angel. Okay, 25. When the man saw that he could not defeat him, he struck Jacob's hip socket as they wrestled and dislocated his hip. Then he said to Jacob, let me go for it is daybreak. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. What is your name? The man asked. Jacob, he replied. Your name will no longer be Jacob, he said. It will be Israel because you have struggled with God and with men, and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him, "Please tell me your voice." Am I going above? Am I going past the scripture? No. Okay. Then Jacob asked him, "Please tell me your name." But he answered, "Why do you ask my name?" And he blessed him there. Jacob then named the place Peniel, for I have seen God face to face. He said, yet my life has been spared. The sun shone on him as he passed by Peniel, Peniel, limping because of his hip. That is why, still today, the Israelites don't eat the thigh muscle that is at the hip socket. need that one. So, here we hear the story of Jacob wrestling with a whole angel. Imagine that. And to the point where they dislocated Jacob's hip, and he's still, (laughs) is wrestling with this angel. But that speaks to how much faith Jacob had. Now, if you know the story of Jacob and Esau, have you guys heard of the story of Jacob and Esau? Nana's shaking her head, yes. Could be (laughs) racist. Jacob and Esau, we know that Jacob, from the womb, was wrestling. If you read the, the, the story of Jacob and, and Esau, he, he was wrestling with his brother from the womb to the point when, when their mother birthed them. Uh, Jacob was trying to pull Esau back <coughs> to the mother's womb, imagine that. You know, so they named him Jacob. Um, I'm trying to see what the nickname Okay, so it means he grasps the heel, which is a Hebrew idiom for deceptive behavior. So this is Jacob's whole identity. This man likes to fight, <laughs> okay? He likes to wrestle, he likes to tussle, okay? So much of Jacob's life to this point has been about wrestling. He wrestles with his brother for a birthright and a blessing. We you know that Jacob sold Esau's birthright. If you haven't read about it, please screw me. Um, so he wrestled for his wealth, and, he, and here he wrestled with God for a blessing much greater than the blessing he had stolen from Esau. So Genesis twenty five twenty six states that Esau was born before, I'm just trying to give you, y'all kind of a, a look into Jacob, um, Jacob's life was born, states that Esau was born before Jacob, who came out holding onto his older brother's heel as he was trying to pull Esau back into the womb so that he could be the firstborn. So then that's where his name, the meaning of his name comes from. But I wanna ask you guys, how many of you or how many of us have felt like Jacob in life? In a sense where we felt as though we have had to fight for everything we have. I know that's funny. Sometimes I even get upset with God because I'm like, Lord, this I'm trying to live the soft life. You know, I'm trying to live the soft life, but this this is a hard-not life. <laughs> You've got me over here wrestling for every blessing <laughs> that I feel like is supposed to be mine. I'm tired. I want to get up. This is up, Right? <laughs> I don't want to have to be fighting and praying and he baba, he baba, every day for my blessings this is ghetto you know what i'm saying and i know that many of us can attest to that and if you haven't gotten there trust me life and what, life is coming you're going to have to wrestle for something eventually and we know that life is a battlefield even the word tells us that you do not wrestle against life. flesh You don't wrestle against this. There are going to be many times in life where you feel as though you have always, you always have to struggle for something. You may have to struggle for good grades. I know, listen, I school, you don't want to know my GPA. You have to struggle for good grades, your sanity, your sense of peace, you gotta struggle for your family. Some of y'all, the Lord has set y'all as the watchmen over your family. You are the one that is to, to pray and bring your family out of togetherness. Okay? For your bloodline, you got to struggle for finances. For money. <laughs> Somebody just off the plate. Yeah. But you know, the great thing about all of this is that God is always for us. He is for us. And if we place our faith and we place our trust in him, there is absolutely nothing that he cannot give. We see that all through the text. From Genesis to Revelation, we see that through faith. And he said, all you need is the faith the size of blood. Some of you said it. A mustard seed is extremely tiny. <laughs> Very tiny. That's all we need for God to move on our behalf. How many of us have been praying and praying and praying, and uh, have not been seeing things shake or break? Well, I want to ask you, where is your faith? Where does your faith lie right now? Cause he said, like a mustard seed. I mean, y'all ain't got, y'all ain't got nothing. But that is why we're here learning today. Amen. Yes. So we see in the verse uh, 22 to 23 that Jacob is alone in this moment and has nothing. He has sent all his family, all that belongings that he deceived <laughs> um, his brother and his father and whoever for. And he's on embarking on this journey alone. And I think reading the text, he was actually going to reconcile with his brother Esau. That's, that's what he was going. That's where he was going. So we see that he's embarking on this journey alone. How many of us sometimes feel alone on this journey? I know I do. Yeah, I am I'd be feeling real lonely, and i am be like, Lord, this is, I don't like this. I feel lonely. You know what I'm saying? Season of isolation, and it's like, where are my friends? <laughs> where are the people that I can go and cry to? But you know, sometimes in life, there's even if you go and cry to them it doesn't do anything it doesn't solve anything the only person we can cry onto is and you know sometimes that is exactly the place where he wants us to be in because you know we as humans we tend to idolize men mm, we see that a lot we idolize our pastors oh pastor i have this dream what does it mean did you ask the holy Spirit? <laughs> Many of us go to, let's be for real, many of y'all go to Chris, or you go to Kobe, right? Uncle Albert, Olivia. Uh, I have this thing, I'm going through this. What does it mean? What is it going on? Kobe, why are you making that face? Don't be ghetto. Don't be ghetto. (laughs) Why is this going on? You didn't even think to ask the Lord who knows everything about your life, starting from the beginning of your bloodline till now. You didn't even think to ask him, but you went to ask (laughs) Chris. How do you think that'd be making the Lord feel? He'd be like, this is (laughs) getting Right? Right. And y'all be wondering why ain't nothing shaking or breaking. You don't have faith in him. And your actions say it. Yeah, your actions say it because you don't vote to him first. He gave you the dream. He gave you the vision. But you went to a man.
1: Ooh.
0: It don't make no sense. It don't make no sense. Alright, so we're going to do a little illustration. I need two people. Coco, you. I need you. Come on, Coco. Come on, Coco. I got time. Ain't got time. You are sick. You shall be well. Jesus name I need Coco. I need... Coco. I need he
1: yeah,
0: got out. Who stole the money? What White. Like that. Okay, let's go! One, two, three, four! How many of us find ourselves in this situation a lot? Mm-hmm. Were you wrestle? Your grades looking bad. GPA is looking about two point five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's looking terrible. Okay, two point five. Hey. Okay. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> well, hey. Nobody here has that GPA. All right. So Coco, just pray. Help me get some good grades, Lord. Yeah. I need some wisdom. I need some knowledge. And this is what the Holy Spirit does. Okay. Coco, said it in faith. Right. This is the Holy Spirit. What the Holy Spirit does, Holy Spirits, I'm empowering you, Coco. You are strong, Coco. You can do it, Amen. Coco. You are strong, Coco. You can do it. Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: This
0: Now, we gotta go, guys. Do we understand that? Yes. The moral of all of this is what?
1: Have faith. Have faith. Have faith.
0: Have faith. He does not, he, he, listen, he's not requiring you to be anything. All you need to do is to have faith in him. That's it. Have faith in him. Believe in God that, yes, I'm going to graduate with you GPA. With a good GPA. Okay? I'm gonna have a home that is peaceful. Okay? I'm gonna go to college and graduate. That's right That's right <laughs> yeah. all right yeah. <laughs> who's gonna end on yeah, yeah. I hope you guys receive something
1: I know we are joking a lot you know you're trying to be lively with everything but I hope